Wallace. The 20, the 10, the 5, the 30. Rosemary Jack Sands was caught at the 30. Julio Humphrey. Deliver body blow after body blow after body blow. The team just wants to absolutely beat you up. There are threats all over the field for these Georgia Bulldogs. You're listening to Between the Hedges podcast with your host, Russ. Between the Hedges is brought to you by Michelle's Custom Design. They make all sorts of custom sports team wreaths, Christmas wreaths, and door signs. They can customize your order to your likings. Go to our website and scroll down to our sponsor section and click on Michelle's Custom Designs. It's not too late to get your custom Georgia Bulldog wreath made today. We have samples of their products on our Facebook page. Now is the time to get your custom order. Check out Michelle's Custom Designs. The Dogs! Good morning, Between the Hedges fans. It's Hump Day. This is your host, Russ. And this is Between the Hedges podcast. We have three days to go, everybody, before the Georgia-Florida game is here. I don't know about you all, but I am so excited about this weekend, not just because my family is coming to town, but it's the Georgia-Florida game. There are family feuds being hashed right now because of this game. Families who are possibly making arrangements or side deals or bets, not involving money, but maybe involving chores. Maybe involving cooking dinner. Who knows what? I know uh, my pastor and I, we have a lot of fun and try to make fun of the Tennessee-Georgia game. And we have a deal that whoever's team wins, the losing team has to wear the opposing team's tie to church that Sunday. So you can have fun with these games without involving money. But yes, family feuds are being hashed about right now because of this game. This is our 101st meeting with the Gators. We have the largest victory against them of 75 to 0. And that was in the 1942 game that we played them. Now listen, don't forget to follow our podcast and don't forget to turn on your notifications because if you forget, then you can't be notified of all these new podcasts that are coming out. We are on episode 11, everybody. Hard to believe 11 episodes later we're still doing this. As long as you fans keep commenting, as long as you fans keep listening, I'm going to keep recording for you guys. So I hope y'all are enjoying this show. Please let us know if you guys are. You can email us at BTHF Podcast. That's right, folks. We have a new email address now. I tried to do BTH Podcast, but it was already taken. So we're doing BTHF for Between the Hedges Fans Podcast. So it's Bravo Tango Hotel Foxtrot Podcast at gmail.com. And of course, the word podcast is spelled out, of course, guys. But we will also have this in our link provided for you guys moving forward as well, too, as an email to email us. So it's a little bit easier for you all. So BTHF Podcast at gmail.com is how you guys can email us. And don't forget, you can click on that See More description on your podcast channel. And it will open up the link so you can see our website. It does have the email address in there. Uh, it will have the new one on there as of today's episode. So, of course, your past episodes, they're going to have the old email address on there. But that's okay because you still can reach us on Between the Hedges podcast as well. Uh, we just wanted to try to make it a little bit shorter for you fans. So, yes, check us out on our website. 
Also, don't forget we are on TikTok and Facebook as well too. Our TikTok channel basically updates you guys according to like more recent news. Uh, Lisa and Gary, they posted one yesterday, uh, which I thought was really good. Uh, you gotta go check that out on our TikTok channel. But uh, yeah, they posted a, a news update yesterday. So in our Facebook, of course, we have our Facebook post where we post all of our segments that we talk about on the podcast. Plus, we also post anything we find interesting or fascinating. If you guys want to leave comments, you can leave comments on our Facebook page as well, too. It's a really cool way to communicate with our fans. And then, of course, the old-fashioned way you can leave us a message at 706-389-0770. I'm going to repeat that number once more. That's 706-389-0770. Again, folks, all this information is listed in our podcast description on all of our available podcast channels which, of course, we have them on Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, and iHeartRadio, too. Don't forget to check that out. Today's segments are going to be Georgia football freshman up. Nothing new with Carson Beck. Practice harder, NFL says it. So let's go ahead and get this podcast started for you guys today. Between the Hedges is brought to you by Dog Swamp. If you love custom frames, then you're going to love their designs. Dog Swap has all sorts of custom frames, from Sports Illustrated to photos and more. Go to our website and scroll down to our sponsors section and click Dog Swap and get your one-of-a-kind custom sports frame today. Welcome back Between the Hedges fans. I will not lie, you need to go check out Dog Swap's stuff. They've got some very good products. In fact, they were actually running a promotion yesterday, I believe, where you could get some of their products for as low as like $11. And they were like some really nice picture frames of photos taken of the team, the the photo of Kirby kissing the trophy. Uh, I believe it was for the first NFL, uh, the national championship. So definitely, um, it, was, it was some great products. You guys got to check them out, Dog Swap. Go to our website. You click on the link, it'll take you straight there. And uh, and Nate will work with you guys. He's the one that runs it, and he does a great great job on that uh, Facebook page. So definitely go check it out. So, um, moving on to our first segment today. So, which freshman Bulldogs have already used up their red shirt at midseason? Jeff Centel from Dog Nation writes: The Bulldogs are through their first seven games of the season. It is Florida week. It is an optimal time to take a look at how the most recent Georgia football recruiting classes have shaped the product on the field during the current season. The 2023 dogs have reached the point where anyone, I'm sorry, where any time a true freshman becomes a regular starter, it is a very big deal. In years past, when a true freshman started for the dogs, it always meant the first year player was a very good player, but it also reflected something was lacking with the upperclassmen and the roster depth from the previous years on the current team. The Southeastern Conference is a very much a grown man league. It still happened with the really special players. Sophomore safety Malaki Stark started 14 of the 15 games last season and never really looked back after that interception against Oregon. The dogs that start now as true freshmen really have to earn it. It is also the result of the next man up culture established when injuries always occur. It seems unlikely we'll ever see freshmen starters regularly in the trenches from the foreseeable future. Sophomore defensive end Mikkel Williams started two games for the Bulldogs in 2022, and it felt like he saw more starts than that given the impact he made last fall. There wasn't, or there hasn't really been a comparable starting level contributor on this year's team quite like Starks and Williams, 
where last season freshman kicker Peyton Woodring is the lone exception. Woodring has been the definition of consistent after early hiccups against Ball State and South Carolina. The former number one punt kicker in the country has won three Southeastern Conference Freshman of the Week honors since that early stretch. Here are a few quick ways to check out the impact the 2023 class has made on the season so far. Uh, this does go into some quite extensive little details explaining pretty much every kicker and every information on the Bulldogs. But I just think it is quite interesting now that you got to think about it. You know, in the days of old, we used to look for our red shirts and say who could replace current players. But with the way that things have been going lately and the way Kirby has been playing his team by, you know, putting points on the board and then bringing in second-string quarterbacks, second-string offensive lines, second-string defensive, second-string safeties, you know, things like that, it does give the red shirts an opportunity to possibly be that next man up. You know, if you're going to play better than the next guy, you might very well, you know, might be losing your starting line on the roster. Uh, but at the same time, too, it also, with all these injuries, kind of bodes well for the Bulldogs because it gives them that opportunity to be able to prepare for events like, well, let's just go ahead and say it, Brock Bowers, you know, Muse, you know, Lucky, all these guys that get injured, you got these players standing behind them that want to get a piece of the action. They're going to come in and they're going to give it a full-on effect. They're going to be like, I want this position, you know, and if I was an injured player right now, I wouldn't be concerned about, you know, um, my injury as much as I'd be concerned about, I don't want to lose my starting position. You know, now I don't think if anybody has to worry about Brock Bowers losing his starting position once he gets in um, better, I'm not saying that, but it does change the mentality of the way things used to be played at the Bulldogs field back in the day. Things aren't the same way anymore. Times have changed. Red shirts now have a different thought process going into it, where now it's the next man up, especially with all these injuries, because the Bulldogs are playing a different league. Uh, we have another topic we're going to talk about in regards to that a little bit later on. So don't go anywhere. we got a lot of good things we're going to discuss here on Between the Hedges. Don't forget you guys can now reach out to us on our new email address at bthfpodcast. That's Bravo Tango Hotel F podcast at gmail.com. That's F like Foxtrot. So you can do that. You can also check out our website by clicking the podcast description below. And you can call us at 706-389-0770. We'll be back. Between the Hedges is sponsored by Sarah the Wax Boss for Sensi. You have a hair lady, nail lady, and possibly a massage lady. But do you have a wax lady? They are more than just warmers and wax cubes. Our products range from inside your home to outside in your car and even on your pets. Go to our website and slide down to the bottom to our sponsors section and check them out. Sarah the Wax Boss for Sensi. Welcome back, Between the Hedges podcast fans. Telling you what, you need to go check out that Scentsy stuff, man. My wife, she got another smell the other day that was a fall smell. I actually have to admit, it's actually pretty good. It smelled like pumpkin pies being baked. And I was like, man, I can't wait for her homemade pumpkin pie to get baked. My wife makes the best pumpkin pies. She literally takes a pumpkin, guts it out, and makes her own pumpkin puree rather than getting it out of the can. And uh, she makes it every year. And in fact, she makes a good bit to give out as gifts uh, to some of our church family friends, uh, to friends, to family, whoever. Um, she, she's a really good baker. But anyway, yes. So get, got to go check out Scentsy's website. They got some really cool fall smells going on right now. And, uh, and you got you to gotta see what they have. So don't sell them short, guys. Scentsy's are not just for women anymore. All right, so moving on to our second segment, why Georgia football doesn't expect to learn anything new about Carson Beck in its first start against Florida. 
Uh, this is an article written by Con O'Reilly off of Dog Nation. And it writes, externally, it makes sense for one to assume there is more pressure on Georgia quarterback Carson Beck entering this game against Florida. For the first time all season, he'll be without his top weapon in Brock Bowers. He'll also be back at home with Beck being a Jacksonville, Florida native. He starred for Mandarin, uh, Mandarin High School, leading them to a state championship in his junior season. And there's the fact that Georgia quarterbacks make their first start in this rivalry game are 1-9 and nine this century. Jake from Jake Fromm's 2017 victory is the outlier. Beck, unflappability, is one of his best traits, though. His teammates and coach believe it will serve him well heading into this critical week. Nothing different from last week. I thought he was good last week, Georgia coach Kirby Smart said. He continues to work on the things that will help us win. Him being accurate, him making good decisions, him putting us in the right plays. He's a bright kid. He sees a lot of defense in the offense and walkthroughs here. So when you see a lot of defense and have been exposed to a lot of things, I think that gives him confidence. And he knows it's not all on him. He's got people around him to help him. On the season, Beck has completed 74% of his passes while throwing for 12 touchdowns. His best performance against Kentucky when he totaled 389 passing yards and four touchdowns in only three quarters of action. Georgia, though, had Bowers healthy in that game. He's been Beck's favorite target this season, as Bowers caught 41 passes for 567 yards and four touchdowns. When Georgia needed a rally in the second half against Auburn, Beck fed Bowers. The star, or the star tight end posted a career-best 157 yards and scored the game-winning touchdown on Beck's final pass of the afternoon. Much has been and will be made of Bowers' absence, such in the reality of Bowers perhaps being the best player in college football. But one thing that has been repeated multiple times by Smart is that Beck doesn't need to be the tightlier hero for Georgia. The Bulldogs' biggest advantage over most of college football is their overwhelming talent edge. Without Bowers, expect Georgia to lean on that even more. For Beck, that means spreading the ball around and being smart with the football. He's got three turnovers in his previous two games. It would behoove Beck and Georgia greatly if that number were zero against Florida. He plays very consistent winning football when he plays within the system, Smart said. I think sometimes when he tries to do too much, he gets himself in trouble, but he's played at a really high level to me. You know, like a 90% success rate and keeping the 10% from being catastrophic is critical because that's the ones you want to get back. If he can take those 10% and throw them away and keep his 90% and his accuracy, we're going to be good offensively when he's good. Saturday's game against Florida will be another first for Beck. So far, he's passed every test in front of him. In some ways, he isn't a traditional first-time starting quarterback. Most quarterbacks in today's age uh, don't wait till their fourth season in a program to start, especially at a place like Georgia. I don't really think I've learned anything new, center Cedric Van Pran said of Bowers. I think when you play with a guy for so long and you watch him practice and you watch the way he carries himself, you kind of already know some things about him. Now, what I will say is that I've been impressed with his ability to stay composed because I know it's not easy being the head of the offense, being the quarterback, and when things don't go well, you want to take all the blame. Van Pran's comments harken back to what Smart said about Beck not needing to put it all on his shoulders. He can rely on a veteran offensive line led by Van Pran and a promising running game that will likely get back Roderick Robinson and Kendall Milton this week. Florida's defense doesn't exactly resemble the 2021 Georgia unit. The Gators gave up 39 points against South Carolina and 33 against Kentucky. Both of those games were played away 
from home as Saturday's game against Georgia will be. Saturday's atmosphere will be unique as it is a neutral site game. It won't provide the creature comforts of Sanford Stadium, but isn't the hostile environment that Jordan-Hare Stadium was. Van Pran thought, oh, Van Pran though hasn't seen Beck move with a different demeanor based on location. It's why the pressure of being Georgia's quarterback and all that encapsulates in this 2023 season hasn't gotten to Beck yet, and likely why it won't fluster the talented quarterback in Saturday's pivotal rivalry game. I've been really impressed with his ability to just stay cool, calm, and collected. Still finds ways to encourage guys. I think that's the biggest thing is just that I think he stepped up in a tremendous way as a leader for us. And that is what Connor Riley had to say uh, regards to Carson Beck playing this weekend for the Florida game. What do y'all think? I personally feel like to me that this is going to be a game that is important for us for a lot of reasons one we're going to be breaking a lot of records this weekend and because i think we are going to beat the florida gators uh, i know they said that we are i've seen one article said that we were predicted to win by two then another two touchdowns then i saw another one that said we're supposed to win by three touchdowns so to me personally a win is a win i don't care if it's one touchdown or two now i know personally according to the ap polls and the coaches polls and stuff we need to get lots of points that will maintain our lead because if we do go into a game like Florida and we only win by a field goal, that's not going to help our standing. But to me, I look at it this way. We are going to a neutral site in Jacksonville, Florida. But this is not really, truly a neutral area for our boys. We have been there before. A lot of these players played last year. We play them every year. This is not a new thing for us. This is something that we've always done. However, though, the neutral site does play a factor. You get a lot of Georgia Bulldog fans stuffed in that stadium, you're going to have a different football. Just like what Coach, Rick, uh, uh, Coach Kirby said when he went to Vanderbilt. There was a lot of red in that stadium. That makes a big difference when you're trying to get your team's momentum to work in your favor. Fan, fans, fans are an important factor in that team's game. People think I'm crazy when I tell them about it, but it's the truth. You can watch any kind of sports game. When you watch football, if your fans are the majority of them are in that stadium and they root for the home team and they heckle the, um, the, the, the away team, there's a different type of atmosphere. In some stadiums, it messes up the players because they can't hear, they can't focus, they're constantly berated by all the teams trying to yell at them and scream at them. It's part of the game. I would lie to you if I said we don't even use that to our advantage, but we do. Every football team does. Everyone knows the fan base makes a big difference. So all I can say is Georgia Bulldog fans, Let's get behind our boys this weekend at that stadium. Let's root for them. Let's yell. Let's make the loudest noise. Let's let Jacksonville, Florida know that that is a Sanford stadium, and we're going to represent it 110%. Just my thoughts. What do you all think, though, about the article? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and share this article on our Facebook page so you guys are able to comment on there as well, too, if you'd like. Uh, but do you think Connor Riley hit it on the head this time, or do you think maybe possibly he might have been mistaken and Carson Beck uh, may not have that much of an advantage? coming into this game, even though he is from Jacksonville, Florida himself. You know, will he be uh, worried that his friends are watching him now or his family's watching him or his old high school players are watching him or is he going to come in and feel more comfortable, more relaxed? Hard to say. Email us, bthfpodcast at gmail.com. Check out our website, podcast description below. Click on it and you can click on the link. Go straight to our website. Check out our other podcast channels. Check out our sponsors. Send us a message from there. You can also call us, 706-389-0770 or comment on the Facebook post. So either way is fine with me, guys. We'll be back right after this.
Between the Hedges is brought to you by Dogs and More. It isn't your normal hot dog stand. Dogs and More serves gourmet hot dogs, hamburgers, and grilled cheese. And their floats are no joke either. Check out Dogs and More in Rinkin, Georgia, where their dogs are off the leash. Check them out on our website. Welcome back Between the Hedges fans. If you've not had a chance to go to Dogs and More's Facebook page, you need to go check it out. It's a new restaurant coming to the Rinkin City, or Rinkin, Georgia. And they are going to be serving gourmet hot dogs, hamburgers, grilled cheese, adult floats, non-alcoholic floats, uh, and plenty more chicken wings on Saturday. So Rinkin, Georgia is looking forward to seeing Dogs and More open up uh, very soon. I believe they're scheduled to open on the 4th of November. We will keep you guys posted on that as well, too. Definitely go check out Dogs and More in Rinkin, Georgia. Google them. You get the address, and you guys go and check out their food. Uh, I'm looking forward to being there myself the first weekend that they open up. I'm hoping to go in there and greet the owners and tell them thank you again and uh, maybe have myself a couple dogs. You never know. So definitely go check them out. All right, we're going to move into our next segment. NFL scouts say UGA football practices harder than any other college program. That's right. Matt Debari on dogpost.com writes, according to one anonymous NFL scout, Kirby Smart and UGA football are the best in the country at this incredibly important detail. Before I continue, I do want to mention the reason why he is anonymous is very simple, folks. Do you really think that an NFL scout's going to come out and say that he favors the UGA football teams based on every other football team in the college uh, program? Come on, think about it. This person is going to remain anonymous for two reasons. One, I guarantee you they don't want to be shunned by the other NFL scouts for saying, dude, I can't believe you came out and actually said that. But everybody knows it to be true. Everybody does. It's just the way it is. Um, Nebraska's Cornhusker head coach Matt Rule was talking about his team's practice habits during his Monday press conference this week and said one NFL scout told him the Cornhuskers had the second most physical and intense practices that he's ever seen. Who was number one? Of course, they replied to Matt Rule, Georgia. One scout came in and said, you guys are the second hardest practicing team I've seen in college football, Rule said. And I had him tell our team that. That means people in the NFL know that guys at Nebraska know how to practice. I know who the first team is and we'll catch them. It's the University of Georgia. I know how Georgia practices. It's been great to have MJ Sherman here to tell our guys how it is. There's a cost to doing things that you've never done before. Of course, the Georgia Bulldogs practice harder than any ever, or anyone else. The NFL scout knows it. Other college football coaches know it. Dog Post members have known it for a long time now. If you don't practice at a high level, you're not playing for Kirby Smart. If you want a starting job, you have to earn it at practice. Recruits and their parents have told us many times how intense Georgia practices are. They get after it from start to finish. They practice like it's a game. Almost like that bulldog, when he gets that bone, he's going to gnaw on that bone until it's done. And if you try to grab that bone from that bulldog, brother, you better hope you have on some shark gloves. What are those gloves they wear in those shark tanks, those little chain mailed or fenced gloves or whatever, that chain fencing stuff they wear. I don't know what it's called. I'm not a, I'm not a diver. But anyway, you better have on that kind of glove. That's all I'm going to say. Not every program can do that. Not every program can practice at such a high level every day. That's because they don't have the roster that Georgia does. Kirby Smart and his staff recruit guys who love football, guys who love to work and compete, guys who love to practice. If you don't like to practice, you can't play at Georgia. 
That's how you build a championship caliber program. That's why we are back-to-back national championships. And if we can try to get for that number three, uh, I'm cool with that too. I'll take a third national championship title. Let's break it in that record. Let's go ahead and get all the way in there. If we're going to beat these people at what we're doing, if we're going to continually be in consistency and complacency and we're going to win games like we're doing, let's go for all, let's go for the win. Let's just keep going. Let's, let's just make our mark. If we're going to be that silent team, we were silent for so many years. Hey, let's make a lot of noise while we can right now before we go into those silent days. This Georgia program is built to last. And they're going to win a lot of games for the foreseeable future. That's because of how they recruit and how they practice. The Cornhuskers need to be doing everything Georgia's doing right now. Every single detail, that's what it takes. Kirby and the dogs are on the top of college football now. And a big reason why is because of the intensity in practice. Now the Bulldogs, Gators return to Jacksonville for another clash. That's this weekend again, guys. We talked about that this past week. We'll be in Jacksonville, Florida. We're going to watch the game. It's 3.30 p.m. And it's going to be aired on CBS. Now, Georgia has matched up with Florida 101 times since 1904. We talked about this as well, too. The Bulldogs hold a 55-44-2 edge. 55 wins, 44 losses, two ties. The teams have met in Jacksonville annually since 1933, except for the 94 and 95 seasons during the renovations of the stadium, now known as Everbank Stadium. The Bulldogs are a 48-41-1 in Jacksonville. The annual Georgia-Florida matchup is under contract through the 2025 season to be played in Jacksonville. The Bulldogs under head coach Kirby Smart are 5-2 against the University of Florida. Georgia is the visiting team this year, so it will be marked Florida home, Georgia away. This will mark the third consecutive year that a number one ranked Georgia squad will face an unranked Florida team. Other than the shortened 2020 season, the Bulldogs have had an off week prior to their SEC Eastern Division matchup with the Gators every year since 2013. Georgia is 10-6 all-time against Florida following a bye week, while the Gators, who also were off last weekend, have had a record of 18-11 against the Bulldogs after a week off. So henceforth why people are thinking the Florida Gators could come back for a win. 2022 flashback, Bulldogs cruised to a 42-20 victory last year against the Gators. Just want to throw that out there. Now, Gannett, yes, we did have Beck. I know they're thinking that. And if you're a Florida Gator fan, you're like, well, you ain't got Brock Bowers right now. Well, we had Beck last year, and Beck did get in a few reps, by the way, last year in that game. In last year's triumph over the Gators, the Bulldogs tallied to 555 yards of total offense, the most ever against Florida in the history of the series. Georgia posted a 28-3 halftime advantage on its way to another victory. Dejon Edwards ran for a career high of 106 yards and two touchdowns, while the tight ends were the top targets for Stetson Bennett. Brock Bowers had a five for career high, 154 yards with one touchdown, by the way. He had the most ever receiving yards by a Bulldog against the University of Florida. Florida was limited to 100 yards rushing on 34 attempts. After entering, the, after entering leading the FBS at 6.4 yards carry, Georgia collected three sacks on the Gators, who came in and allowed an SEC low five overall, which ranked fifth in the football series. Chris Smith, Chaz Chambliss, and Michael Williams registered sacks like the 2022 matchup. SEC Nation will be here against in 2023. So this is a good article on dogpost.com. I'm going to post this on our Facebook page. You all can take a look at it and see for yourself. But I, I personally think that to me, for an NFL scout to say that, and, and people can sit there and say, well, that's – that was an anonymous tip. Let's look at some of the NFL football teams. And you look at teams winning by their success of their players. That's just the way it is. You do good by the team's winnings. So let's look at the Pittsburgh Steelers. 
Pittsburgh Steelers have the largest or the longest, I think, wins or the most wins of for the Super Bowl. I think they may be tied right now, but they still have the most wins or they're one of the teams that have the most wins. So you look at that factor. And right now, if you look at any NFL team's roster, you can go to Google and type in who has the most college football players in the NFL. Pittsburgh Steelers is going to be up there. You're going to have teams like uh, the, the Tampa Bays. You're going to have teams like the Los Angeles Rams. You're going to have all these teams that are winning good games, and most of those players came from Georgia Bulldogs. Why is that? Well, the NFL scouts said they play the hardest. So if you're going to want to have an NFL team win championships, win playoffs, win the uh, Super Bowl, you need good players. Well, where do you find them? You go to the teams that are playing the best and playing the hardest. There is a reason why that NFL scout said that, because that's where they're going. They're going to those college teams that are putting their players through rigorous practices. They're putting those players through hard times because they want them to be successful players for the pros. They want to play football. That's what it is. Those players that go to Bulldogs want to play football. You've seen a couple other recruiting articles we talked about. Recruiters go to these, 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 these kids in high school. What do you want to do? I want to play professional football. Then this is the program you need. You need to come to the Bulldogs. We can get you to the pros. That's a reason why a lot of these scouts are going to these high school teams and these high school players, high schools, and these players are choosing Bulldogs because they know if you want to go pro, Georgia Bulldogs will get you there. And that's why, in my opinion, that NFL scouts accuracy is 110% correct. UGA plays harder, practices harder, and that's why they are the number one team for any NFL scout to go to to look for prospects for the NFL draft. That's my opinion. You guys correct me if I'm wrong. Leave me a comment on the podcast. You can leave a comment on the website by sending us a message. You can send us an email, BTHF, Bravo Tango Hotel Foxtrot. It's podcast at gmail.com. Tried to acronym it for you guys. And you can, of course, always call us 706 389 0770. Leave a message. Let us know what y'all think about this. This article is going to go on our Facebook page as well, guys. Love to hear your thoughts. Comment on there as well. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back Between the Hedges podcast fans. We hope that you enjoyed today's podcast. You know, I'm going to be real with you guys. I've said this before. I'll say it again. You know, too many times these radio announcers, sports announcers, commentators, TV hosts, whatever you want to call them. You know, there's a few shows out there that you watch where they'll give you their real opinion. And you can tell it's their opinion based on how they're saying it. And then you can tell when there's some that are just reading from a teleprompter. And they're reading what they're told to read. I personally want to create a podcast where it's made up of fans, you, me, where we can talk about something that we truly believe in, where we can talk about what we think. These articles I'm reading to you guys, I mean, I know I'm reading from news articles and, and, and I kind of give my two cents on them as well. But ultimately, I'm reading these articles for you guys to hear for your benefit. You guys can go back and read the articles yourselves. And then guess what? You can think if that person that wrote the article is correct or incorrect. 
But too many times, I feel like us fans, we, we don't really get to be heard, you know? They do polls every once in a while asking for our opinions. They tell us these things every once in a while for our benefit. But we're never really heard. And, 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 and still, so many times you get to watch these podcasters, these people that get on there, and they, they talk about it. But they don't really give you guys the option to speak up. Really and truly, they don't. They continue to give their two cents. And most of them don't even have a way for y'all to communicate with them. I want to hear your thoughts. I want to hear what you guys think. This is your chance. This is your opportunity to say what you feel is, is right about the Bulldogs or wrong. This is our chance to speak up, our chance to have a voice. And I want to provide that channel for you guys, whether it be the email, BTHF, that's Bravo Tango Hotel Foxtrot, BTHF podcast at gmail.com or through the website. You go on that podcast, you hit that see more little thing right there in the description. It'll open up and you can click on the link for our website in there. It's link tree uh, forward slash between the hedges podcast. Click on that link, go to our website. You can check out all the podcast channels we got. You can check out our sponsors while you're there. Go to our Facebook page. You can leave comments on the Facebook posts. You could also go to our TikTok channel and follow our TikTok post there as well too, if you'd like. So many avenues to give you guys a chance to speak up, to let your voice be heard. Share this with your friends or family. Let them know about the podcast. Say, hey, this, this guy on Between the Hedges, you know, he, he might just be reading from a bunch of articles, but he's giving us a chance to speak up. Like, I can't think of any show. There's a few shows out there where you can call their number and hope and pray you get answered. Hope and pray you get that line picked up. I've called them myself. I'll be sitting on hold for 30 minutes. Thinking, seriously, I want to just give you my two cents. Seriously, I want to give you my thoughts. Seriously, come on. I'll send emails, thousands of emails. Not one has ever gotten reply back. I may be a simple guy from Georgia that 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 has podcasting experience. And I've done podcasts before. I've done them. I've done one now. I've got one running since 2015. And it's got a, over, over thousands of followers, thousands of listens. So I know that podcasting is is something that Maybe falling on deaf ears. Maybe it's not being heard. Maybe I'm not being listened to. But you know what? It don't matter. Because I want to create a podcast that opens the door for true, die-hard or die-not-hard fans of Georgia Bulldogs. I want to give you guys the chance to speak up, to say what you want to say about what we're reading, what we're talking about. So again, whether you email us, Go to the website or do you call us at 706-389-0770. Leave a message. Leave a message. I'll put it on the podcast if it's appropriate. Remember now, if you put in some bad language and stuff, I may have to beep it out if I can. If I can't, then it may not get on the podcast. But, you know, we can still talk about what we think. If you guys think I'm wrong, tell me. I'd love to hear it. Hey, I'm a human being. I make mistakes. You know, maybe I said something that was inappropriate that you guys didn't think was real. Or maybe you guys are agreeing with me. Maybe you disagree. That's the beautiful thing about freedom of speech, that we have the ability to say what we want to say, and guess what? We don't have to be offended about it. Everybody gets so offended about everything now. You don't have to be offended. Just don't take it heart to heart. You know, my boy tells me all the time, Daddy, that hurt my feelings. Well, then it's okay. Get over it. I mean, I'm not trying to be mean, but that's just the way it is. We can be real. We can be true. We can be genuine. And if you hurt someone's feelings, then I'm sorry, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings, but let's just keep going. You know, let's talk about it. Let's let's bring it. Let's bring it to the to the now. Three more days to go, you guys. Three more days to go, and then we go to battle. We go to battle 
in Jacksonville, Florida. And then the Bulldogs are truly going to show us what they're made of. I think I've got enough done talking for today, guys. <laughs> I hope you all have a great hump day. Hope you have a great Wednesday. From everyone here at Between the Hedges podcast, myself, Gary, Lisa, we all appreciate your support. My family appreciates it. Thank you so much. I'm going to sign off for the day with my famous good dogs. Sick them. Have a great day, guys. Thank you.